Hello and welcome back into the Gnome Boys. Matt Hambridge here as always with Dirk and Neil. Got a little lighthearted episode uh, this week for you guys. A little I am the asshole uh, called through you know Reddit and where else online. Found some hopefully fun scenarios. Uh, we'll just talk through those and see what we can get into. But before we get to that, a couple things to go over. First, quick I think, it sounds like Harry Potter update. Neil, you said you maybe had a question for us here. Yep, just quick question for you guys. I so this is this is for the fourth book. I asked someone else this weekend who is she, she she likes Harry Potter a lot. I thought she would know this question or the answer to it and she could not answer it for me. So, they're at the Quidditch World Cup and you know they're at the campsite. So, and I I didn't know from the movies at all, but so the muggles own the land that I guess they're camping on. And I know they use the spells in case they see anything. But what are they telling the muggles? Like what event this is? Because they got to tell them something like that they're going to be using their land or renting <laughs> their land. <laughs> like I, I was trying to reread the chapter being like, I am I missing I something? I haven't read the Goblet of Fire in a long time. I just like, assume they... Is this just a pothole? They yeah, said I told something. them to close their eyes for a few days. I don't know. <laughs> That's such a good question. Because the muggles know they're, they're there because like they're checking right. people in. And like, um, you know, asking for payment for this campsite. But like, what did they originally tell them? Like, hey, we're going to have this group of people for fill in the blank. That's right, a really it says, good... is it just a delegation of Ministry of Magic employees, including many obliviators, were summoned to the campsites in order to hide all magic from, from unsuspecting muggles? That still doesn't answer my question, though. <laughs> I just don't think they don't explain it. They just... Do I mean, it. I mean, they can just explain it by magic that they they leave enough so they know why they have this extra money, but then yeah. they wipe away what it's for. Maybe I don't know. I just assume yeah, I keep seeing that that was just it, that was explained, even if it, it was keeps, just briefly. Yeah, I just keep seeing that they erase the muggles' memories regularly. Okay, I mean, maybe, maybe that's yeah. just it, and I just overlooked it. Like I was trying to look for some deeper meaning, like they made up some event or something like that, but. I mean, it could just be as easy as that. And then it was just, it's just been eaten away at me for no reason. How far are you into the book? Um, they're back at Hogwarts. Uh, they announced that they're doing the Tri, Triwizard Tournament. And then they're just talking about how they're going to, or the Fred and George are talking about how they're going to, you know, do they take the aging spells or something to, to trick their way into oh, yeah. it. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that so, book's going to get good. Oh, yeah. Still got quite a bit left to go there. Yeah. Exciting times uh, for you. Yeah, I'm at like one 180 or 190 out of what, 700 and something. It's a nice, nice thick book mm-hmm. for you there. That's a good question. If anyone knows the answer to that more specifically, I would love to hear it. I mean, because just looking up on the fly there, I only found what Dirk had. And now I'm going to be think- thinking about that a lot, <laughs> I think. Even though it's con- completely inconsequential, it's those kind of things that I'll just eat away yeah, at you i'm all for three you're you're number two and three for people i've asked and yeah. no one's been able to give me the answer all right we'll look into that if we come up with the answer we'll definitely circle back to that because <laughs> yeah. now now i'm really curious on that too all right so then um you know of course the nba all-star weekend uh was just this past weekend what do you guys think you guys watch much of that yeah i yeah I, uh, I actually watched more than i was expecting um, I mostly watched the three-point contest and mm-hmm. kind of the first half. Then I kind of gave up on it. But the three-point contest, I think, has become my favorite event in the last few years. That was, And maybe it was because they had a bunch of stars this year with uh, Curry winning, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that was I thought that was pretty fun. I would love to get some friends together, get you guys together, and do our own <laughs> homemade three-point contest. Dude, I was thinking that exact same thing with seeing that this weekend, <laughs> being like, why, why have I done this more? Just is it just because of the lack of basketballs or, or you either have <laughs> to do no time limit or you have to somehow scrounge up what 25 basketballs? Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> exactly like and you can't do no time limit because then people are just gonna, you know, you know, take their time, you know, set yeah. themselves. But I think that would be fun with the time limit because I think um I was I was thinking about it a lot. Like in that middle rack at the top of the key, I think I would be exhausted by trying to go fast with the first or- few racks. You or you just have like teams of two or teams of three, oh, and like they rebound for you, and like you, your cumulative score versus like the other yeah. team of two or three. 
Yeah, or, that's, yeah, that's true. Or like, if it's like a group of five, the other four could just all rebound and then do it on the honor system. That you oh, want you cannot to, trust the honor system. You want people to rebound well for you, so you're going to rebound well for them. I don't know. I, I guess you make a point with that. I, I feel like you could get your friends to agree to that. At least if you got the right group of friends, that's especially true. if you put like money on it or something. Yeah. I feel like even just a little bit, people would be more inclined to keep it on the up and up. I'd hope. True. But yeah, that that always, that would be definitely a lot of fun because I would either go way too fast at the beginning, and then like you said, they'd be dead at the top of the key, yeah. or I would go way too slow and then just rush at the end. The timing would be so tough to nail down. Yeah, unless I'm practicing beforehand, I'm the same as you guys. I'm just going way too fast in the beginning because I'm just gonna be like conscious of time yeah. running out at the end and then rushing my shots. Gosh, I don't even think I've shot a basketball in like two or three <laughs> years, to be honest. <laughs> when we had um. For Chris's bachelor party, or not his bachelor party, for his wedding, he, I'm not even mention this to you guys, he did what, he, what we call groomsmen games. And so it was like a weekend of competitions. And that, aside from the best man, it determined the order we stood at his wedding. And, and one of the events was, was three on three basketball. And, and we, were, we, were, we were pushing for full court. And the smart people were like, no, we're going to be dead if we do three on three full court. <laughs> we did half court and we were, we were dying afterwards. Um, but that's probably the last time that was 2017. I think I've had the years right. And that, that might be the last time I shot, like actually shot a basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I've been so, in that scenario too, where full court seems like a good idea at the time, but a little bit into it, not a good idea. It's probably been a good 10 years since I played full court basketball and yeah, yeah. I could go another 10 without it and be totally fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, Dirk, I've always, I've actually really enjoyed the three point contest for a long time but recently mostly because it stayed good in the dunk contest and the game itself i think it was gotten mostly pretty bad yeah it seems like you can i mean you can really tell that they're not trying at all and it is fun to see the dunks and stuff but yeah it and especially i think this year with a lot of the players not even wanting to to be there or to have the all-star game yeah and with the dunk so contest I, being during halftime with three people yeah, that too. Yeah, just not the same vibe. No, absolutely not. What did yeah. you think of um, the final round with Toppin versus Simons? Did you watch that part of it at all? Even after, yeah. if not live afterwards. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It 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 just didn't have the same. Um, yeah, like the same vibe, I guess. And uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Sorry, lost my train of thought. No, I thought I thought the winning dunk was was super weak because did you, did you guys at least see it on replay if you didn't watch it when it was on? Yeah, like if you're gonna try to kiss the rim, I feel like you should have to kiss the rim. If that's part of <laughs> yeah. if that's part of your dunk <laughs> and you don't do it, that basically counts as a miss. Yeah, agreed. But e- either way, none of the dunks were really all that good, so I don't don't have a lot to uh, not that I care about there. It yeah. was kind of funny seeing like the Knicks fans tweeting about the. Do you see the one where, where Toppin jumped over his dad and Julius Randle? And people yeah. and Knicks fans were saying like, "Well, this is our future. Toppin could take out <laughs> Julius Randle if this goes wrong, and then they're both just toast." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. I mean, with like Dirk was saying the three point contest, so it made it you know even more fun this year with all the stars. Like until that happens, you know, the dunk contest, you know, it's just it's just not going to be the same, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully next year they'll be back to, if not all the way normal, somewhat normal, and they can kind of show out for it on kind of a return celebration, if you will. But the Mm -hmm. game, I mean, I missed most of the first half and watched a good chunk of the second. I mean, at one point, they're just trading threes. No one's playing defense. You got people spotting up from 35 and 40 feet, just back and forth. Yeah. I mean, the first half was like, was it 100 to 80? (laughs) Like I know they're not playing defense, but I mean, come yeah. on. Once yeah. anyone drives the lane, like the you know the the, the defense kind of spreads out. Like no one, no one's uh, attempting to block any shots or anything like that. Yeah. Contest any shots. Yeah, but I don't know. Small potatoes in in the scheme of things overall, and and the NBA. Just glad no one no one got hurt. I guess as always with these with these pointless games, but some fun there. Um, like I said, hopefully next year will be uh some more fireworks. Hopefully with uh. Some more big name stars in the slam dunk contest. Maybe do it a yeah. more a more normal weekend where they separate the things out a little bit versus just shoving them all together on the same 
same night. Uh, but lastly, before we move on to the M on the asshole, we've got Dak, Dak Prescott finally signed a new deal. Uh, six years, $240 million, but the last two years can be voided. I'm not exactly sure how that all works out, but basically it's out as a four-year, $160 million deal uh, with 126 guaranteed, $66 million signing bonus. Nice little, little payday there. Yeah, it must be nice. Any thoughts on this? Obviously, we knew this was one of the big storylines going into the offseason, what the Cowboys are going to do with Dak. And my dude got paid. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off the injury. I'd, You know, as as a Cowboys fan and owner, like I, I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. You know, he's just kind of rolling to the prime of his career right now. And I think he'll be just fine. I think the more concern is, you know, how much money he's getting and being able to use that elsewhere. Yeah, I was really happy for him. I Because uh, I did... If, it was like a couple of years, right? That he and the Cowboys have been going back and forth yep. about a deal. And then after, after that injury, it was, it was hard to see. Cause it's like, well, he bet on himself and he would be getting paid at least at, at the time. I was like, Oh man, maybe he, maybe he won't be now, but he obviously he got what he wanted. He got the, I think he got the right amount of years. He wanted four years, I believe from what I read. And so he got that, he got more money than they had offered him. So maybe, and I saw some tweets about it people saying that the injury actually helped him because it kind of showed Jerry Jones and the Cowboys how, how bleak life really is without Dak. That's true. Yeah. I was, I was wondering about that because you can kind of play him both sides that if he's hurt Jones and the Cowboys can say, Oh, we're not sure how you're going to come back. Do you want to invest all this time and money in you? But then Mm. the Prescott side can say what you just said, you know, you saw what happened when, when, when I went down, do you want to go through that? you know, franchise me another year or whatever, and then I'm gone or whatever it might be. You want to yeah. go through with that. And it's becoming more and more apparent. It seems like each year, how important it is to get, just kind of solidify your quarterback. And yep. I mean, look at the Vikings, you know, we put all our money into Kirk cousins and that oops, from a statistics perspective, <laughs> it's been fine, I guess. But from a results perspective, we could have gotten just the same out of, you know, someone paying a lot, lot less money. I mean, bring case Keenum. You know, was a big part of whatever. Yeah, did he take you to the NFC Championship? Yeah. <laughs> right. Minneapolis Miracle, one of the best sports moments of my life. Unfortunately, that, that's <laughs> that that's as high as it is. Yeah. It's still still incredible. But I mean, you know, you you mess up the quarterback and you just like sunk your team. But if you get it right, you know, that's setting yourself up hopefully for several years. You know, better part of a decade for for success. Hopefully, from the Cowboys side. Yeah, that. <laughs> Sorry, Neil's uh, whoops made me chuckle there. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, those are all, I, I completely agree with all those points. And I think in the end, it, it it probably was pretty clear to Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. And they're like, all right, we'll, we'll get you your money. Well, Hambidge, what's, what's the talk of the town with Kirk Cousins? Like, what, what's people, what are people saying yeah. for the future, at least? I have. Or do you know act- how to talk about it? I've, that's not that. I've just actively been not putting too much time into that right now. Because right now, there's no speculation like there is with Dak. Like, is he going to sign a deal? Or Watson, is he going to get traded? It's just, oh, Cousins might get traded. What's going to happen with that? It's, it's much much lower tenacity, I guess. Um, as, as we get closer to the draft, you know, I'll start paying more attention to if there's any trade talks or anything like that. But right now, I'm just trying to avoid it because I've got, got the twins starting up. I've got some positive vibes there. I want to keep that going. We all know the Wolves aren't doing anything on that front. I think they were just recently named um, the worst franchise in pro sports. I don't know who decided that, but I saw like an article, I think it was on Yahoo. And I don't know what their metrics were because I didn't read the whole article because it was too depressing. But it was just like with, with their last loss, the Timberwolves are now the worst franchise in the four major sports. And so that was, that was fun. That was a fun read, even though it's, it feels about right. Yeah, I mean, if that if that was my books, I probably would have skipped that article. That's <laughs> yeah. not something I want to read. Yeah. But I mean, I've had plenty of plenty of dark years with the books, so I, I can't say too much of that. Yeah, I, I do have a hypothetical question for you. If we're gonna if we want to hop back on the Vikings QB yeah. situation, would you rather have them? This is just hypothetical. Have them trade for someone you know, like Wentz or Goff, with experience. You know, they're decent quarterbacks, or get one of these top guys in the draft. I would probably take if we can get. You're not getting. The, you're not getting Lawrence though. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can get, um, I mean, it would depend who it is in the draft. Like, I would take Mac Jones 
over either of those those guys. I'd probably take Kyle Trask over either, either of those guys, mostly because they're going to demand a lot of money, and you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah, and Goff already because he already got paid, right? He did. So you're you're paying for kind of the same production, maybe as ultimately or at least end results, probably as as Cousins would give you. Um, I mean, Wentz did have that, you know, MVP caliber season when they won the Super Bowl, although they won it without him ultimately. Um, so maybe that's more on the overall team than than Wentz. You know, it's hard to hard to say on that one. But no, I, I'd rather take the take a young guy that's going to be cost effective that you can at least build up around on the you know on the offensive defensive lines, get him some skill position players, um, and take the chance on the rookie deal. I mean, that's how a lot of teams are finding success is they're, they're hitting in the draft on their young quarterbacks and they can spend the money at other positions. If I'm, if we're going to spend that kind of money, give me someone who who's done it. Even someone like Dak who hasn't won many big games, if any, but you know what he can do from a talent perspective. And it's hard to put a lot of the poor results directly on him. Um, so unless you're getting someone like that, I I'd take a chance on a young guy and, and see what they can do. I'm glad you brought up the money thing because I just saw this meme today being like all other quarterbacks, like how does Brady still keep winning Super Bowls? And it's like Brady defers money so they can build a team around him and help him. And then all the other quarterbacks, he's still doing it. How is he still doing it? (laughs) But no, like you said, like you hit on those quarterbacks early. It's it's like the cheat code until you have to pay them. Yeah. 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 I mean, with Brady, it helps when when your wife is – the highest paid supermodel in the world, I believe, or one of, if not the highest paid. And you, he could take a salary of a dollar per year and their lifestyle would not change one bit. No, not at all. <laughs> not every, not every quarterback has that, has that luxury. <laughs> just, just take a, take a lower salary of, and, and he's still making tons of money. And oh, of course on the, on the grand scale. I'm sure he got, I'm sure his contract had some kind of bonus for winning the Super Bowl or in making the playoffs, making the oh, yeah. championship, all that stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, unless there's any last thoughts, we can just move on here. So we each picked, um, like I said, we're doing the Am I the Asshole? Just quick runner if you're not familiar with that. Um, popular subreddit, and that's where I got mine. You guys went anywhere else. But people pre- present a scenario where they worry they might be the asshole. Um, the AITA is, how, is the abbreviation. They go through the scenario, and then they give like a reasoning of why they think they might be, and then they kind of in a sense, let the comments decide. Some are very clear cut. Um, I think most of my, actually all of mine that I picked, we'll see how many we get to, I think are pretty clear cut. It wasn't too hard of a decision for me, but the situations were what drew me to it. Like I said, we each picked a few, um, but we'll see how much we have time for. And we'll just kind of call it when we think it's played out. But uh, Neil, why don't you get us going? Sure. Uh, one of the first ones I saw, the scenario is I think it was a group of three guys in an apartment and for some reason, one guy's going back to live at home. It's from like April to September. So we got April, May, June, July, August, like six months. And he was saying, you know, I'm obviously going to pay the rent, but am I an asshole for not wanting to pay utilities while I'm not there? Was there any more context? Uh, given? There, not too much. Uh, I mean, they to kind of just dove in how they're close friends and stuff like that. I didn't get a sense of like whether like, they all have full-time jobs or they're in college. They didn't really explain that because I feel like that would, you know, play a factor as well. Did but. he say why he's moving back home? No. I think that plays a part. If, if he's moving back home because maybe he got laid off or whatever it might be and he doesn't have a lot more money, I, I don't think he would be. That one's tough because I would reason, I would probably side with him either way because like i think if if i moved out of my apartment i would absolutely still pay the rent but i don't know that i'd want to pay utilities it'd it'd definitely be a discussion i guess another one of his reasonings was he okay so like he's not working from home and both of his roommates are so they're using more utilities that way as well so like he's not he's not living there he's not working from home there either he's on site wherever he is while his roommates are home all day using however much electricity and driving up the bill. So that was, that was adding to his as well. Okay. That's an asshole move. I think if you're <laughs> trying to get into the nitty gritty of percentage usage of, of utilities. Yes. In, unless, unless you're like Bitcoin mining and you're using 
way more than your fair share, like, you know, just, just deal with it at that point. Right. Um, and if that's part of his reasoning for leaving, then yes, he's absolutely the asshole. Um, but no, I think just in what was presented, um, I would, I would say he's not, not with what we know. It's, it's tough. I can see, I can see the argument on both sides of that one though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I agree with that, that explanation overall. I, it's, uh, it's hard because like all, almost all the time I look at MNDSL, it, it comes off as like, all right, this person clearly knows that they didn't do anything wrong. It's like, oh, I ran into a burning building and I saved a bunch of people, but I couldn't save the dog. Am I the asshole? And it's like, no, dude, you're not the asshole. Yeah, it's just people looking for like, yeah. Um, but that one is like a legitimate, like like you said, Ambush. It's like, well, depending on why they're moving home and and without getting into the nitty gritty, because that's a little ridiculous. But yeah, depending on why they're moving home, I, I could see that conversation being like, you know, going down the road of, Hey, here's, here's what's going on in my life. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I would like to get out of the rent and utilities. And it's also, so it's not like, one, actually. yeah, it's not like the roommates are purposely working from home. Like you know, they're just <laughs> yeah, not able true. to go into the office. Like what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Right. That's a good point too. But did you look at the comments much? Was there, is that one pretty uh, split? I did not look at the comments at all. I didn't want it to skew the way I thought about it. Sure, sure. Did you give an answer, Neil? Did I just miss it, or did you not give yours yet? No, it, it's kind of kind of what you guys are saying. It's it's really a toss up. I, I get both sides. I guess if I were him, I would still pay for the utilities just because if there was a different certain explanation of why he went home that I didn't see, maybe. But I don't know. Like you signed up for that, you can't just leave and like not yeah. pay anything. Yeah. Yeah. That that one's tough. And and being good friends, depending on that, that could even make it easier or harder. Depending on on the on the group. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's something that could like, yeah, tarnish a relationship, you know, going forward. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, first one, not a lot of clarity. I like it. Yeah, that was actually starting off. And that one makes you think. Yeah. All right, Dirk, what what do you got for your first one? (laughs) Well, mine isn't uh my first one isn't exactly on the same path as that one. <laughs> this one is, and coincidentally, well, let me just say the title first. This one is, am I the asshole for bringing my poop gloves, for bringing my poop gloves when I moved in with my girlfriend and then wanting to keep them? And coincidentally, he changed his girlfriend's name to Sophie. <laughs> but basically the gist of it is, is this guy and girl moved in together. And he brought a pair of like the yellow um, cleaning, like rubber gloves, if you can picture those mm-hmm. with him, because ever since he was little, um, he has, has like really dry hands and has eczema or would establish, or I guess get eczema if his hands get super dry. And so his mom, when he was younger, said to wear these yellow gloves when he would go to the bathroom and then just take them off afterwards. So he didn't have to wash his hands. And then one day after he moved in with his girlfriend, she asked like, what are these yellow gloves on the top shelf here? And he explained to her, these are my poop gloves. Don't touch them. And she said, you're fucking what? And has been very (laughs) upset (laughs) since. (laughs) And so at the bottom, the TLDR too long, didn't read. He says, my girlfriend, (laughs) I have special gloves that I put on when I use the bathroom. So I don't have to wash my hands. My girlfriend doesn't want them in the house, but it means I'll get eczema. Am I the asshole for wanting to keep them? Yes. And I haven't read any comments about this. So, so he's I not changing these gloves out. He he changes them out sometimes, but he so, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, he doesn't specify how often. Even if he was changing them out every single time, which he should be. I don't know what he's reusing <laughs> those for and have them sit around. Where does he put them if he doesn't change them out? From from Did, he didn't exactly say, but it sounds like that's a shelf in the like bathroom. That's super that, important. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. And all he says is there's a shelf on the t- highest shelf in the bathroom that she can't reach. That she can still smell, though. Yeah. And yeah, it's not and, like you can put <laughs> smells out of reach. What? It's, it's, uh, and uh, I, I think he is the asshole. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That was not just, a question for me. Especially with COVID. I mean, obviously, I, after going to the bathroom, I, I've always washed my hands. But especially with COVID now, I wash my hands way more because it's, you know, even like touching a door handle or something is now gross to gross to me. 
So the fact that this dude just would put on these gloves and not even wash his hands. What does his so mom weird. have against washing hands that she said she like taught her son essentially just to do this the rest of his life? It, I think it's all because you would say or complain that his hands get really dry and he has eczema when he washes oh, his hands. I see. I see. So his mom like, came I don't want to belittle that, but I would bet most people who deal with dry hands and eczema still manage to wash their hands. Someone can call me on that if that's way it's a, that's way off base but i feel like wearing special gloves is probably not the normal process yeah. there agreed so, i mean yeah. so this is first of me hearing of it so yeah and even still like i even if I, even if i wore gloves to do that i feel like i'd still want to wash my hands yeah i just i, I just feel so yeah. unclean doing Especially that if you're using and then the same pair yeah that part is that part is baffling if, if he reuses like, is he rinsing these off before he puts them on the shelf like this is just bringing up a lot of sanitary questions here yeah, yeah. He's, he's arguably making it less sanitary by by using those and then not disposing of them or not like hermetically sealing them each time <laughs> yeah and that that at that point like do you just wash your hands and put some lotion on right afterwards uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, you do that. Get some prescription lotion if that exists. I'm sure it does. Do something. Yeah. Get anything to stop that habit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever yeah. it takes. And how is this? So like, this is when he moved in with his girlfriend. She when she noticed it, like she's never noticed this before. I guess. I guess they didn't yeah. live together, so he I thought about that too. My only thing, but the only thing I could think is when she was would be there like at his place you know she'd see the gloves and would assume oh it's for like cleaning the bathroom and never brought it up but then it's like well what did he do at when he was at her house that's not bring gloves to care he have like a travel pair yeah (laughs) (laughs) or is he just does he just only drop the deuces at home i mean there are people who like physically just can't do it unless they're at home so he could be one of those people i don't know a lot of physically questions. Physically, mentally one. can't do it unless yeah. they're home. Yeah. A lot of questions. But yeah, that dude's the asshole 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think the mom gets a little bit, a little bit of that too. Yeah. In, I think uh, maybe like when you're really little, okay, you can convince them not to do that. But then at some point, I think you got to figure out a <laughs> yeah. plan if you're the mom. Like, what do you do during college? I mean, there's just yeah. so many questions on this. It's a great, it's a great question. I don't know. That guy, uh, yeah. Figure something out, guy. Yeah. You're gonna, if you're if you're old enough to be moving in with your girlfriend, um, you can figure out how to not wear poop gloves and just <laughs> just and just wash your hands. <laughs> All right. Um, my first one here, I will say it did get removed by the moderator because there, the way it was it was worded, people thought that it maybe wasn't real um but it's one that i i really wanted to talk about anyway mostly because i'm pretty sure we're all on the same page and it was pretty annoying to read basically uh it's a it's a mom of an eight-year-old son she and the dad are not married they share custody co-parenting all that typically get along pretty well they don't really have much disagreements when it comes to parenting but she does not want her son to play organized sports and the, the son wants to, um, they all play basketball or baseball, basketball, soccer, hockey. So he wants to play too. Um, his dad wants, wants him to play. He played growing up, still does, you know, in his free time, but the mom, she's always thought that athletics are, and this is the word in here, dumb. She thinks they're, they're toxic. And that com- kind of competition is detrimental to young kids. And she, but she even says she'd be, she'd be fine if he wanted to do like ballet or gymnastics or swimming. Also things that are, competitive and arguably more destructive if you actually look into what happens at ballet and gymnastics and basically it's become a huge fight between between her and the father um he said he would pay for everything you know he would kind of take the take on that full responsibility from the parenting side and that she just absolutely does not want him to do it but the dad said he's just going to sign him up anyway because he's a kid and he wants him to play sports um so is the mom the asshole here Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with that too. It's, I don't know, it's not part of the parent, like let your kid do what they want or like let them participate yeah. in the extracurricular activities that they want to participate instead of trying to like push them to do whatever you want them to do. Like, like I know there's, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I know there's the new, I shouldn't say new, but with like football, I definitely understand that argument of not wanting like your fourth grade kid or fifth grade kid or whatever to be participating in tackle football just because of all, you know, the head injuries and then it's a violent sport. I get that. I could see that argument, but like that, that's not the argument anything, you made though. Right. Refusing anything is like Neil said, like, don't you want your child to figure out on their own what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy. And because literally any extracurricular, whether it's the band or play or the debate team. Yeah. It's going to be competitive at a, eventually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, some of that stuff is, is can be even more brutal than playing, you know, little league baseball. Right. I think that's a really good point about uh, like band debate team, whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's going to get competitive, especially as, as kids get older too. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not just about playing sports. Like you learn so many good, just life skills, being on a team, mm -hmm. dealing with that kind of disappointment or yeah, also competitiveness. Like there's going to be people that you, that you clash with and got to have to figure out how to deal with that. If someone beats you out or is better than you at this, that, or the other thing, but she is just completely unreasonable in that situation. And it made me like angry reading it. Yeah. Yeah. So you agree. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that I think more, we're on the same page. Question. Yeah. That was, and cause I, once I, I did read the comments on that one because I was certain in my opinion, and it was basically all unanimously like, yes, you're the asshole without, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Cause, cause like you said, she didn't even play on this, on the physical safety part. Like if you don't want your eight year old to play football or hockey because you're worried about them physically getting hurt, that's one thing I can maybe even get on board with that. But when you're basically just shielding them, like, come on, you gotta give them a chance to grow a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let's really get through probably at least one more each. Neil, what do you got? So I got, am I the asshole for telling my friend to not complain about schoolwork? So this is something that we can all, I guess, relate to in a, in a, in a sense with college. So like, you know, each of us pick a major and, you know, that's a lot of our coursework is based off that major. So that's what their situation, except all the electives you have to take in the beginning that have nothing to do, like all the history classes or Spanish classes and all that, they really don't have anything to do with our major. So these two friends at university and the one person's complaining about how they have to take all this extra coursework that has nothing to do with what they want to study. And the other person, other friend just kind of basically yells at them, you know, tell them to stop complaining and, you know, just do the work. That's what, that's what you're supposed to do to get your degree. So, so this would be like, you're, you're studying for your accounting test, but you're complaining to Dirk about it, even though that was the major you chose. That's kind of the equivalent. No, no, no. Like I'm saying like, okay, okay so this, this situation is like, this is a nursing student. And she's complaining about like having to take these like history courses and everything that have nothing to do. Oh, okay. With I'm her nursing degree. based on that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so like all like those, like those general electives we had to take yeah, them, like, you know, geez. freshman year and everything yeah. that really don't have anything to do with whatever degree we're pursuing. Mm -hmm. She's complaining about having to take those. And then yeah. her friend calls her out saying not to complain about it. Yeah. The person mm -hmm. complaining is the asshole. The person calling her out is not. Yeah. I think I would agree. I got to think yeah. about it for a minute. Cause it's not just like nursing students have to take generals. Everyone yeah, that's true. in school has to, if you want to take, if you want to have a discussion with your roommate or friends over why you shouldn't have to take right unrelated courses. That's one thing. But when that's a deal you sign, you knowingly signed up for. Yes. Yeah, like, it's, cause like, it's not, yeah. not that she's going to grad school um, or medical school or anything, but then she's also taking a history class when she's at, you know, in med school, that, that'd be different. But like when you're in your, your undergrad, like that's, that's part of the deal. And you want yeah, to complain like, about, if you want to complain about that on a, on a broad scope, sure. Go for it. Have that, have that to talk. It could be kind of an interesting discussion, yeah. but in the moment, no, you know, yeah, like most four year colleges, like th that's what you sign up for. Like everyone's going to have to do it and like get these electives done with. So yeah, like what you're saying, like she can complain, but like she knew she was going to have to do them. Yeah. Yeah. See, I agree. I definitely understand if, like you said, Hamage, the, having the conversation of this is why this is annoying to me and why I don't think I need to be doing this. But then 
like you like you both said, yeah, that's what you signed up for. That's what everyone's doing. You, it's not like you're special and you shouldn't have to. So, yeah. yeah. And those can sometimes be some of the more fun classes too, because they're it's, like, you, you want to do well and you kind of have to do well, but there's so much less pressure. Like, yeah. like if, you're, if you're in a nursing class, you know, you got to get the nursing and the, and the bio and all of that. You got to nail those down. But yeah. if you just have a history class or the history of music, uh, at Eau Claire. music appreciation music appreciation <laughs> you, go in, you go into a music appreciation class and you don't care one bit as long as you do okay in the class like those can be fun it's just a low pressure easy credit you know i like that point you make because a, a lot of those classes are like bigger lecture halls you know large group of people yeah. and you're all freshmen like you that's how you meet a lot of these new, new mm. these new people and like you might not get that chance down the road because they're a different major from you but you know yeah. since you guys took this general class together you got to meet them and you know maybe your friends all through college yeah honestly it's funny you met you mentioned history specifically because that reminded me of one of my one of my freshman year history classes and i may have told you guys this before so it was like a, it was a very small class it was maybe 20 people 25 people and the the day of the final our professors didn't show up to class so, so so yeah so so we all we all went to you know, the classroom and it was gonna be like an essay final. And oh, it sounds uh, awful. It was like, an, it was like, a, it was like a nine o'clock, nine o'clock class, whatever time it was called nine, nine o'clock rolls around nine 15, So we threw on sports center. He had like a, like a projector with like a, a small packed of cable hookup in there. So we threw on sports center for like a half an hour. And then it got to like nine 45. We're like, like, let's just leave at this point. Yeah. And, but, but it was the thing where no one wanted to be the first person to leave. Cause if only like one person, if only one person dips out and then he shows up, it's like, well, is that per- one person just screwed? Yeah. So then we all kind of said, okay, we're all going to leave. We, we talked to, there was another, it was like, there was like an office area. I think it was like the, the history department. There's like a secretary. So we, we talked to her and we said, our class started at nine. Our professor's still not here. It's nine 45. It's 10 o'clock, whatever it was. I can't remember how long we waited. It might not have been that long. We're going to leave. And we wanted to let you know that this is what happened. And so that he doesn't think we just didn't show up when he comes or if he tries to say that no one, no one was there when he, when he finally got there. Um, so we, we all dipped out and then he just, but then he let us reschedule the, the final, like at our own convenience pretty much. So wait, did he give a reason why he didn't come? No. Uh, that was me and my follow-up question too. Next well, one. It's not a question, but there like- were some, there were some theories. I don't want to get into it because it was completely unfounded. But but no, there was not nothing definitive that we ever knew about. Hmm. Wasn't there like some university rule? I don't know if it was like a UW system thing or what, where it's like if the professor doesn't show up after a certain amount of minutes or like 10, 15 minutes, like you're good to go. So that's what we talked about, but nobody knew if that was real. That's something I, I feel like it's more like I heard about it and never actually read it anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's kind yeah. of like one of those like urban legends where it gets passed around <laughs> enough, yeah. but you never, and you, and you never think you're going to have the chance to even put it into practice though. Like, no. especially on, on the day of an exam. Yeah. But so what happened was ultimately a bunch of people took it like first, but then they, I think what's 15, eight or 12 years later, I can probably say this. They just like told people what the essay questions were. Mm. So people who hadn't taken it yet had more time to prepare for what right. they were because it was, it was yeah. going to be um, he gave us three topics that we had to prepare for. Yeah. And, and then, but then it was, it was only going to be one. And so people just said, Oh yeah, it's this one. Hmm. You're really that thinking is... it was going to be that one. Then. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew, I knew the other ones well enough, but then I just put some extra work into sure. the one that I was told it was and it ended up being that one. So it worked out. Pretty I thought good. you were going to say you got out of the, final that's unfortunate yeah no like we that's all how you thought, should tell the story we all yeah. thought that, <laughs> yeah. that he should have he should have either said like made it optimal like you can you can just take the grade you have now and just be done or you can take oh, the final yeah. and try to improve it or take the final but it but it won't hurt your grade it can only mm-hmm. maintain or get or stay better i i i think giving us the option to opt out and just take and finish whatever we were at would have been fair so yeah. in the middle of finals week, like you had other things to do and you had your specifically scheduled out final or, schedule. Or even like 
he just lets you choose between the three and then you just like, you know, type out your essay and send it in or something like that. Yeah. Instead of like taking the time to go back to campus, go to the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice that on the one hand that he let us, he gives a lot of flexibility in scheduling it, but he's kind of the asshole in that situation. That kind of <laughs> oh, into absolutely. This. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back, I, I mean, what if you didn't show up for your final? Would, would he let you take it? Yeah. No. Yeah, right. With no explanation? That would have been a straight zero. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I still I still love that story. I haven't had a chance to tell it in a long time, but it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, that that is uh I really thought you were gonna get away with <laughs> that's a disappointment. No, I'm I'm pretty sure my after all that my grades stayed the same, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't think I don't think it affected it one way or the other, which was hey, super, but you got a, you got a super story out of it though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. In the in the moment it was like I went through all that and then my grade, I didn't like even get it wasn't able to even like push my grade up even half letter grade just stay <laughs> but it was like a beer b plus it was it was fine but all right uh dirk all right so my next one okay am i the asshole for sleeping naked on top of the covers to teach my flatmates gf the lesson <laughs> so this one is i guess it um kind of like neil said it it could be a somewhat of a similar situation I, maybe i shouldn't say similar situation but you could maybe put yourself in this situation it's a 21 year old guy who is living with his childhood best friend a 22 year old guy and they've lived together uh, for two years everything's been great up until last week um uh, where things went downhill a little bit and basically the gist of it is is the the dude's um roommate got a new girlfriend and the guy goes, he does go out of his way and says, I really like her. She's amazing. Um, I, I like spending time with her, like blah, 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 all that stuff. But he says that one thing that really bothers bothers him is that when she sleeps over, she'll barge into his room at like 7 a.m. to ask like if he wants coffee or, you know, if he wants breakfast or whatever it might be. And he, he says that it's happened seven different times. And he's told her that I sleep, he sleeps naked and he's told her I sleep naked so what if you come in at 7am and you know, I don't have like blankets and covers on and she there's, where's the quote here? Um, he says, I always point out that she could have seen him naked and she just giggles and says, but I didn't. And then he goes, when she stayed over last week in order to make my point, I intentionally slept on top of the covers. Sure enough, she barges in at 7am and begins to ask if I want coffee sees my you know what and immediately backed out of the room and didn't speak to me for the rest of the day and later his friend pulled him aside said he was being out of order accused him of deliberate deliberately exposing himself pointing out that he'd threatened to do that before but the guy claims that he had previously just said what if i had no covers on and you saw me naked um but now they're saying that it, it, the guy is now claiming that his friend and girlfriend are saying that he is some sick creep who intentionally got naked and laid in weight of her because that's how I get my rocks off. <laughs> so this is like one of those posts where it's like, yeah, I, this is probably embellished maybe a little bit because I, I feel like some of these, you know, I'm out of the assholes are all just made up depending on the story. But I think you can kind of see like, oh, if this person's girlfriend or your roommate's girlfriend keeps coming in after you repeatedly asked her not to, that that would get pretty annoying. But then again, I don't think that you can just sleep naked because you know, and like on purpose where you're not covered up at all and you know she's going to come in and see you. I think you need to sit her down before doing that and have a serious conversation like, hey, this is why you cannot do that. And also get a lock on your door, dude. I was just, that was the first thing I was going to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Does like, his door not have a lock? Yeah, I guess not. He didn't, he didn't say anything about that, but I guess not. I think they're both the asshole. Everyone in this story. Yeah. Both guys and their girlfriend. They, they, they all suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you can't just barge into someone's room, especially <laughs> yeah. when they've said, please don't. Multiple do that. times. Yeah. yeah. But then you can't, in order for to make a point, you can't just be like, well, she's going to see me naked. And I'm going to make that To be fair, he, even though he didn't threaten, he did tell her that he sleeps naked. Yeah, that's true. And that he did present the scenario, what if? Yeah, I mean, if you move around a lot at night, if it's warmer, you only got one blanket on, you could easily kind of throw it off yourself without even trying to. Yeah. So obviously that wasn't this situation, but it's 
completely within the poss- realm of possibility that it would have happened just naturally in the middle of the night. Yeah. And she could have seen him anyway. I just went down to the comments and he says he considered getting a lock, but the, but the lease doesn't allow it. What? That doesn't make <laughs> the, sense. The <laughs> landlord's the asshole too. Yeah, they're a landlord in there too. You can't put a lock on your bedroom door. I mean, I I think too that because like now I'm thinking back after you explained it, Hambridge. Like when you get to a certain age, when you're younger, I mean, and like uh, for us, like being at our parents' house and stuff, you know, it's like it just kind of at some point it's like, all right, I'm gonna knock on the door here before like your parents would barge into your room type of thing. So how is there? How is why is this 20, whatever, three-year-old girl just barging into the roommate's room every morning? Yeah. Like, I don't think none of our bedroom doors growing up actually had locks. My door didn't even close all the way, to be honest. Yeah. And my parents still knocked. We still knocked on each other's right. doors. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't ever remember being specifically told you had to do this. I think you just pick it up naturally. Just right. Like being right. a person. Yeah. So <laughs> that was. A, well, and then for the guys one. sleeping, like, Okay, yes, he did talk to them and she still did it, but he didn't like do anything else. Like he didn't have like a step two to like try to defuse the situation. He just went from one extreme to the other. I mean, he maybe reasonably thought, hey, if I, an adult, tell this other adult, please don't barge into my room when I'm sleeping. Sure. That one time should be plenty. No, it should be plenty. You're (laughs) right. But does it say in there? Because I know they, they often give their ages. Did it say how old they are? Yeah, the guy is 21, his roommate is 22, and the roommate's girlfriend is 23. Yep, all all plenty old to <laughs> Yeah. Although the 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 so the fact the age right, the guy was 21 is the guy who got barged in on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his actually make a little more sense that I can see a 21-year-old saying, "Hey, yeah. screw it, I'll just I'll just be like, naked doesn't know the next time." And... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the other side, the girlfriend and the and the roommate, they're definitely old enough to know. Yeah. You should, be able to they, they should be able to respect rooms. people's privacy at the very minimum when they're in the bedroom. Yeah. That'd be that'd be super annoying. He could have found some other way to do it. He should have put he should have like booby trapped the door so she get like like water yeah. dumped on her or something or something right. like that. Yeah. Or a little like what were those like foam like like fist like big like big like novelty boxing gloves things? What were those called? You know what I'm talking about? It was like massive. So, oh, no, socket poppets yeah that's a, that's the thing but i think those are inflatable yeah but something like that that would just like knock her in the face when when the door opens should, <laughs> should have something like that like in that jackass scene when they would like open the door and there'd be that huge uh soccer boppers yeah maybe not that mean? aggressive maybe but something <laughs> yeah. just something just <laughs> a little, sure to go to the hospital here yeah, just something yeah, a little, a little soft that can at least you know yeah, but that's okay, what knock, I was thinking. Knock some like, sense into her, literally and figuratively. Yeah, when something when you open the door. But yeah, that was kind of a out there story all around. Yeah, everyone in that story is an asshole. Landlord, surprisingly included. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think I'll do one more. And unless you guys have one you really want to go to, I think they'll probably finish it out here. Um, am I the asshole for not wanting to go camping with my boyfriend and 10 of his friends? Um, so, so this, this girl, 25 has been with her boyfriend, 33 for three years, and she's been begging him to go camping and they just have never gone. And then they recently moved back to his hometown. Um, so where he's got all of his friends and she doesn't really know as many people around there. Um, but I guess he's hanging out with his friends more by himself than, than with like the friends and her. Um, they're not hanging out in, in groups, I guess. So she hasn't, she hasn't met his friends. And so this camping trip with her, her boyfriend and 10 of his friends, nobody else be the first time she'd be, she'd be meeting any of them. And, um, they, so that part sketches her out that she doesn't want this to be the first time that she's meeting these people, especially in such a small, like secluded area where you can't really get away if things go, go poorly. All the friends want to rent an RV and just go together. The entire time rather than just meeting up there in their own own you know cars or whatever they also have two dogs that they'll have to pay a few hundred dollars for for you know the boarding or or the kennel wherever they have it stay while while they're gone and he also just kind of assumed that she would want to go because she'd been asking him for so long to go camping and then when the opportunity came um even though it was different when she wanted to go just the two of them 
that when it came up with him and 10 of his friends that he just said yes for her. So she wants to know if she's the asshole for not wanting to go camping in this situation. I don't think so. No, I think uh, maybe you could argue she's the asshole for refusing to go camping for like four years. Cause wasn't that what was no, was she, she wanted to go, but he yeah, had never she gone. Was, she's oh, been asking oh, him. She's been wanting to go camping and he oh, had never gone. And then until not. this came up. Yeah. When you're first meeting your boyfriend's friends, like this is not the situation. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So like you need like smaller groups here, like sitting, like maybe like, you know, getting drinks at a table or something like that. Yeah. Like a bunch of dudes just brown out in an RV. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another that's thing. Like, is it like, is it just his guy friends or is it like their significant others either? Cause then like, he's the asshole. Like dude, they probably didn't want him to bring his girlfriend, but it's just going to be like a bunch of guys going. She, she phrased it as 10 of his close childhood friends. So it doesn't, doesn't say if, if it's 10 other guys or a mixture or anything, just 10 people that he's known for a long time. Well, yeah. Then if it's like childhood friends, it's more than likely it's not people who are coupled up and like, they probably didn't want him to bring her not to like be mean, but they probably just wanted to just be like just the friends. And he kind of just like brought up her name and they couldn't really say no. Yeah. 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 So, so was she, was her question in the end? Like, like, am I the asshole? And, is my boyfriend the asshole or was it strictly am I the asshole? No. So she was just wondering if, if she's the asshole because she doesn't want to go camping after having been like begging him for years to go camping. Yeah. I think, I think that question should be, is he the asshole? Because like she, that the fact that he said no to her for three to four years. And then all of a sudden, I think like Neil said, like it's all, it's some bro, some, or his bros broing out and going camping and he's like yeah let's do it come on babe you've wanted to go camping it's like what you can go one weekend you know just you two and see see how you like camping see how it goes yes yeah. this guy's got to take the hint like she, in her mind it's like she, she wants a nice romantic weekend you know mm-hmm. in the woods under the stars in the tent together not like them and 10 other <laughs> 10 other people yeah <laughs> and then on top of it she doesn't even know him like that right that's crazy and yeah she even said that if he wanted to go with you know just just him and the friends she'd be She'd be totally fine with that, but she she doesn't want to go with them. And, and if they're yeah. if they're taking an RV, this probably isn't just like a one nighter yeah. type of thing. Like this is probably, probably multiple like a weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, camping just sucks. Um, <laughs> I know she's pro camping, but I I hate camping. So, Why do you hate camping? I, do I do I have to explain it? I mean, I don't like, hate it, but I have a two night maximum uh, if yeah. I'm going camping anywhere, and that you know that's no more than two nights. Like, why would I choose? Unless I get one of the the wizard tents that we were talking about, I, I, could, <laughs> oh, I, could, no. I could I could I could get down with camping in one in you know the the Weasleys yeah yeah you know, yeah Neil, three bedroom about, apartment tent. What but, did you think? I guess you probably knew from the movies, Neil. But what did you think of? I just remember when I was reading the fourth book and like imagining a wizard tent. It was the coolest thing I could ever. Oh think yeah, of. I mean. I mean, granted, you know, these are kids' books, and, you know, the, that'd be, that's really fun for, like, you know, a kid to read and, like, use your imagination to think, like, ooh, what would I want in my tent or what would I need? I'm sure yeah. every kid's like, oh, video games, swing pools, <laughs> something like that. I think the, the funny thing about that is when Harry sees the tent and he says something, was it, like, I love magic? It's like, dude, what have you been watching for the past three years <laughs> of your life? You literally play magic sports and you've yeah, been able to, like, transform stuff with your spells and a cool tent is what gets you to say you love magic. <laughs> That's funny. Like he's so surprised that this is, that this is a possibility. God, Harry, Harry's so overrated. You know, that, magic that ceases to amaze time. him. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're all in agreement on this one that she is not boyfriend is. Yep. Wait, did you right. just say Harry's overrated? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, we're going to have to have a, we, say we, you go to toe to toe with Voldemort. We can, yeah, we can get into, we into, what, into what convo, what Harry's good and bad qualities and attributes are when you're done with book seven. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. As I'm, you, yeah. You, you get a lot of it in the movies, um, anyway. But, but that, that's it. We'll, we'll have a we'll have an in depth Harry Potter discussion when when you're all done. For sure. That'll, sure, that'll be an episode or two for sure. Yep, agreed. So get those hot takes ready, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few written down. Love it. All right. So unless you guys have ones you really want to want to get to i think we can move on to hey hambridge all right hambridge i got one that might take a little while for you to think about so i'm gonna ask first neil if you don't mind go for it i was looking up uh 
well, I kind of got down a wormhole and then I came across this list of different questions. I was looking, I was trying to figure out, um, or I was reading about the most recent Disney. I think it's Disney, that, that new animated movie. Raya? Yeah. Yep. So anyways, and then I, I started to just reading about it, got to this list. And I think you'll like this question, Hamage, because I know you like Disney movies. Love them. So what Disney princess would make the best spy? The best spy? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think here. Um, not Jasmine, not Pocahontas. Not, oh, Ariel would be the worst. Uh, Tiana might be okay. Moana, maybe. Yeah, wouldn't Moana right. be up there? I would actually probably say Raya. Mm. See, I need to watch that. Have you yeah, seen I gotta that? watch it still. No, I haven't seen it. Because she kind of does spy stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's it's unfortunately kind of a cheat code answer because that's probably like the legitimately correct answer. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would, if I want to have a little more fun with it, not take the, the easy route, unless I'm forgetting somebody, I would maybe actually say Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Okay. She's just more like down to earth. She wouldn't necessarily stick out in a crowd like some of the other other princesses would. Um, she's she's a little older, so she got a little more maturity to her. And mostly, I think all the some of the other options would just be terrible choices. Yeah, there's some yeah. bad ones out there. <laughs> so yeah, like you're true. you're just kind of left with what's you know what what scraps are left over for that scenario. Yeah, I true. I would I would probably say Tiana with probably Moana as a as a as a runner up. What about Mulan? Oh, damn it. Yeah. Wow. Is she, I, she's, I not knew, Disney, she's not I Disney princess. I was, for, I was forgetting someone obvious. Holy, holy cow. Doesn't she count as a, point, as a princess? Neil. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Neil just said too. That's a good point. Because uh, I wasn't thinking of her as a princess at all. I don't think, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, because yeah, because if she counts, she basically is a spy. Look at what she does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So she, yeah. But again, if you want to take her out because it's too obvious, her and Raya would be the the clear cut choices. I think to have a more fun fun discussion on it, you gotta take take them out because they're they're too clear cut. Who's yeah. winning in a fight between the two? Ooh. Would they be friends? Uh, and like, they each get their non magical weapon of choice. Non magical weapon of choice. Yeah. Um, like I'm not familiar with the other movies, so I'm not sure so, what so, her abilities so, are. So Raya has this awesome like extendable sword thing. Yeah, it's, that's not happening. It's it's so <laughs> sick. It's so sick. I'm sure it is, uh, but no, she's not getting that. Yep. Did Lock you did away. you say they get their non-magical weapon of choice? That sounds pretty magical to me. It's, it's just technology. <laughs> it's 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 it's, a, it's it's not it's not magic. How how so? It's it's like a, a super sharp slinky, basically. <laughs> You just you can you can use that a sword and you can just throw it out there and it hook you can use it like a grappling hook. It's yeah, it's it's All not right, she, it's she, not magic. she gets it. <laughs> who's, who's winning here? Honestly, I'm I talking think, about animated Mulan, not the live version one. Oh, yeah, the one who literally is magic. Oh, yeah, so, exactly. So, so dumb. <laughs> I think that'd be super even. Honestly, I think Raya's weapon would give her just a slight edge. Oh, her non-magical weapon. Yeah, her non-magical weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they both use the same weapon, regardless if it was that or just like a basic sword or a staff, whatever, I think Mulan would probably would probably win. But it'd be close. It'd be very close. I gotta watch this movie now. It's good. It's very good. Eh, at some point, a sharp slinky. <laughs> I'm that was that was, that was off the top. It's not super. <laughs> no, super I think accurate. I mean like a. Because so, you said, well, I just got, I'm going to watch the movie and then we'll come back and let you know how we decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get one here. I feel like this is something we've talked about, like in our text group at some point. And I think Dirk is one that asked it, but we'll, we'll revisit it here. Hey, Hambidge, is cereal soup? No. Why? Uh, because it's cereal. Like, I don't really, I don't know what the, what Quote, makes it definitely. not soup? Yeah. I could tell I, you why pizza isn't soup. What makes it not say, soup? Because it doesn't have broth. It has milk. Yeah, but is, does soup have to have broth? Can it, it, could, it could just have liquid. It's just liquid. Makes it soup. Name one soup you've had that doesn't have broth. It just has liquid. 
One moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So that that's your only criteria. No, my only criteria. Um, homemade creamy vegetable soup. Done. No broth. Next criteria. <laughs> a, a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables in stock or water. So you need to stock. Not always. <laughs> typically. But fine. If we want to go that route, then oatmeal is soup. You you boil that. Yeah. And it's warm. I don't know if heat has to be a factor because you can have cold soup, right? I don't eat it, but I think cold All soup right. is cold then soup. Cereal soup. Yeah, yeah, then <laughs> then cereal soup. Just because it's liquid and has food in it. Yeah, I mean, it just said in your description, it says typically have meat and vegetables, whatever. So typically doesn't mean it always does. And if you typically eat it warm, doesn't mean you have to. Yeah, I know. I was on that side of of things. So you agree <laughs> that it's soup? I do, I do not agree. I'm still waiting for a good answer here. It's it's like It's like art. You know it when you see it. And soup is not cereal. Cereal is not soup. You just know. I think the I'm now I'm googling it, and I think the strongest the strongest argument I'm seeing is it never gets simmered or boiled. But then it goes on to say it's still a soup. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be my argument. If that was if the heat was going to be an argument, I was, was going to bring up oatmeal. Because yeah. that doesn't get any cold, you know. Like, mm. Whether you do it on a stovetop or in a microwave, like I can, yeah. I can see the arguments over why someone would say cereal is a soup. But I think the arguments for why it's not a soup mm. make more sense logically. There's a tweet. What's y'all favorite soup minus cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I I you know that dude was probably soup. high when he, when he typed it too. Is that is that for anybody, <laughs> anybody notable? It's from uh, Jay Versace. Yeah. Uh, he's a, yeah. Has, he has 1.6 million followers, so I probably got the people going. It must mean he's right, too. <laughs> it's, um, not, it's nothing that I'm going to argue with outside of this exact scenario where I'm forced to argue about it. <laughs> that's, but that's funny. I do not um, think cereal is a soup. Final. That's I, my final stance. Okay, so my next one, keeping the food wave like I don't think I've asked you this before, but just let me know if I have. Hey, Ambage, do you like pineapple on your pizza? No, I don't like and, pineapple on anything. Oh, interesting. You don't like wait. You don't like pineapple at all. Hmm. No, sir. My follow up question is what What's your favorite pizza toppings? Honestly, now, I now I have more follow up questions. <laughs> pizza, I I. Really, only either get cheese or pepperoni. I don't really do a lot of, of toppings. What about uh, crust style? E- either thin or just whatever the regular traditional crust Hand is. tossed. I've become a yeah. big uh, Detroit pizza fan. It's it's like the it's like, like the rectangle. rectangle. Yeah, yeah. And then it's got the high sides. So not technically deep mm. dish, but it's just like yeah, kind of like, like like Rocky Rococo style. Yeah, yeah, that's a good you way know? to explain it. Seen that advertised a lot um, from Pizza Hut. Oh, really? That's I mean that that's the place where I've seen it recently. Just um, they do a lot of podcast advertisements and just like on TV. Um, I try that, but I I haven't seen it anywhere else. I mean, not that I see a lot of pizza ads. So is it is it thicker? Like is is the is the dough thicker or is it just? Yeah, it's. I would say it's so it's thicker, but it isn't like super heavy. It's still like kind of fluffy. If that if that would make sense, and then it's like the edge, like the erecting the edges. So are it's a thick crispy. but not dense. Yes, yes. Okay. At least the the one that I like, the place I like. Do you get it from a, from a local place, or is it more like one of the one of yeah, the chains? Yeah, a local place. So I'll have to try the pizza. I wonder if it if it's good. I would bet it tastes it's as good as the rest of pizza it is to you. Would be my best guess. It's a good way to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, my this is my last one here. It's, it's a nice little softball softball question for you. What would your Patronus be? Oh, 
I feel like this is something you've probably thought of already. Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've done the Pottermore quiz on it. Oh, um, what? I I did it. Oh, it was probably two or three years ago now, though. I don't remember what I got. I remember I was satisfied with it. Wasn't thrilled. Wasn't wasn't disappointed. Didn't get that crappy like field mouse one. Um, <laughs> I, I love that. That was got a little option. Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> people people were furious when they saw that that was an option for their for their Patronus. Um, That's incredible. I know I'm going to be getting that thing. I bet. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it. Um, but if I had to pick one that would make sense that I would enjoy that would that I would also enjoy. I would say some kind of dog, like a like a medium to smaller sized, like a like a terrier type dog, probably. I like that answer. I don't know what mine would be. Neil, do you know? Uh, I guess a similar route to Hambidge, maybe not a dog. I don't know, something like cougar or something to be cool. Could it be a gnome? Like, is that a? <laughs> there you go. I, I don't know the rules. It could be. I don't know if you're gonna scare many de- dementors off with a no no, but <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think the the form matters. It's it's how strongly you conjure it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's, it's okay. You're only on book four. You you would realize that <laughs> later on. <laughs> I, I mean, that's all I had. Huh? Dirk, if you had any more, yeah, I just had two as well. All right. Well, that'll do us for another episode. Um, we'll be back next week still determining topic there but the week after we'll have our next draft is the plan at least uh, with our buddy chris still determining what the topic will be um but those have been been fun so far so i'm sure that'll be no different then i think the week after that we're gonna do a taste test episode um for the new bud light out of office seltzer so we'll do some some live live tasting there see how that goes get a ranking of the i think it's four four flavors should be should be fun there but again, next week, we'll be back with another episode. We'll get the topic figured out, and we'll be back as always. Um, just a reminder, follow us anywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, give us those ratings, reviews, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. And then I had mentioned last time that Jared, our buddy Jared and I are working on a Survivor podcast that is happening. We don't know when that'll be starting, but it's it's called the Talking, Talking Llama podcast. If you know the show, you know the reference. If you don't know the show, it sounds ridiculous. But the feed will be getting set up. The first episode or two will also come on the Gnome Boys feed. Um, it'll have its own dedicated feed as well. We're on Instagram at Talking Llama Pod, Twitter at Llama Talk Pod. The other one was obscurely enough already taken. But that'll be coming out in first episode and hopefully next two, three weeks or so. Got some other things to figure figure out. Got some fun plans there, though. Uh, but just be on the watch for that. Like I said, we'll be back next week with another Gnome Boys episode. And for Dirk and Neil, this is Matt Hambidge. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>